Farmers in the Harvest. This podcast is a weekly conversation about the gospel and the work that God is doing through those who labor for him. Now, your host, Kevin Fulcher. Kevin Folger, and this is Laborers in the Harvest podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today uh, for this episode. Uh, last uh, time, we had as our guest uh, Pastor Dan Novi, who's the pastor of the Grand River Baptist Church in uh, Painesville, Ohio. And uh, Dan is with me again today. We're going to continue on our conversation as we talk about uh, laboring, laboring in the harvest. And uh, we're talking about Dan's journey. And so in our last episode, uh, you, if you were with us, you heard uh, about his uh, his transition. He was uh, an actor in Hollywood, and God had saved his soul and began uh, this journey of really living a, a consecrated life. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a result of that, uh, God made a move in his life and caused him to make a move. And so, Dan, we're going to pick it up there. Thank you again for joining me today. Hey, it's great to see you, preacher. Okay, thank you so very much. Well, let's talk about it. You, uh, you had you, in our last episode, you talked about how God worked in your life, smote you because you realized that you, hey, this is not a place for me as a Christian. Right. And uh, you contemplated leaving Hollywood, and uh, you're from Greater Cleveland. So, right. what brought you back to Cleveland, Ohio? Well, it was um, as I'd mentioned last time. God just just really spoke to my heart that I needed to leave acting and and that you know that field. And um, so, I just spent a couple months just seeking God. I mean, I would, mm-hmm. you know, I, I enrolled in the local college there. Mm-hmm. Partly wholly, almost because I couldn't pay my student loans, so mm-hmm. I needed to enroll in some classes to kind of forbear those, and and also just seeking God's will. I didn't know what He wanted me to do, and um, well, actually, I do because a year before He called me to preach, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't know how He was going to do that, and it was just one of those things that was, you know, honestly, it was just kind of almost. I, I remember the moment, but the pieces hadn't fallen into place, fell into place, so I just, you know was seeking God, mm-hmm. spending time with him every day and every morning and really, and then um, uh, one day I was listening to a message at work and um, it was, the preacher was preaching from the book of Timothy where it says that, that we are to requite our parents for what they've done for us. And as soon as he read that verse, God nailed my heart. He was, in the, he was really nailing my heart at that time and just really graciously leading me every step of the way. And in that moment, I heard him just whisper, you're going back. And I thought, no! <laughs> Oh, I leave love, sunny LA to oh, come to Cleveland, Ohio. Exactly right. I just love, I love heat. You know, today, to this day, my wife will walk in my office and she'll have to leave the door open because I got this heater blare and I just, I'm like a lizard. But um, yeah, so, so the Lord just, you know, put it in my heart that I was, I was going to be heading back to Cleveland and I spoke to my pastor and I know he was a little discouraged, you know, because mm-hmm. he said to me, he said, well, I guess, you know, that's where God has us, you know, we're discipling people. It seems like everybody I'm discipling and when we're, we're really excited because somebody's walking with mm-hmm. the Lord, they leave, yeah. you know, and he goes, maybe that's just my lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel bad now being a pastor, yeah. I feel so, yeah. you know, yeah. but I, um, I understand. I sought, you know, his counsel and, and he recommended Cleveland Baptist Church mm-hmm. in my hometown in Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, so that's where um, God landed me. I moved back there a couple months later. Okay. Well, I still remember when you first came to Cleveland and, of course, uh, into the church, and you and I had some conversations. And, um, and then at a point, you uh, ended up in our Bible Institute mm. and um, because God had called you to preach. Right. Cleveland Baptist has a, a Bible Institute, and 
it's not a, uh, it is a, it's college level, but it's, it's more of a, for those who aren't going away to school someplace, they've got a job, they've got a family, or this field, God has led them there to a, a more practical, hands-on type of ministry. And that's really what our Bible Institute is. You want to talk a little bit about that Bible Institute days? Yeah, and... pastor, you know, it's amazing about that. So my pastor, when, when God called me to preach, I went in his office, I was super excited. And now what, what's the next mm-hmm. step? I had surrendered that day. And he said, well, just pray about it. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, you know, you have the student loan debt from the, you know, the, yeah. the performing arts school. He said, you can't go to one of these big, this big local, you know, college um, because you have the debt and, and they just, you know, just pray about it. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I didn't, frankly, I just was letting God lead and, and, you know, I wasn't really pursuing that. But when God moved me back to Cleveland, I started attending Cleveland Baptist Church. I was there for maybe a couple of weeks and um, it was a Sunday night. I was sitting, um, I was sitting there and you got up and at the end of the service you said, hey, just wanted to re-announce that tomorrow starts the Bible Institute. Mm-hmm. And I thought, and my ears perked up, what's this? And you said, uh, um, you know, explain that it starts tomorrow. And you said exactly what it is. That it's a, you know, it's a place on Monday and Tuesday nights that you go and you can learn the word of God. If God's called you to ministry or if you just want to advance as a, mm-hmm. as a Christian. And uh, you said, I'm going to make this executive decision. Uh, if anybody is considering going um, and you've never gone before, I'm going to waive the administrative fee. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hey, that's, that's, my, <laughs> that's my kind Money. of executive decision, right? <laughs> and so um, there I was the next night. And it took me as a four-year program. I think it took me six years because during that process, you know, I, I got married. We had our first child or two and, you know, mm-hmm. working full time. And uh, sometimes I couldn't go full time. Right. But um, yeah, that was it. Was a six-year process. Well, just, well it, was a, it was a a blessing. Now, one of the things that happened as God bringing you back to Cleveland was a guy by the name of Frank Suglio. Yeah. And uh, just just for this insight here, uh, Frank um, was Dan's friend. They grew up together, right? The yeah, same, he grew street. up across the street from me yeah. since I moved in across the street from him when I was five, and he was three. Okay. So anyway, um, through a series of events, um, Frank at that point was divorced. Yeah. Came to Cleveland Baptist, mm. and uh, because you invited him, yes, is that sir. correct? That's yeah. right. And uh, Roman Catholic, lost, um, really lost in many ways. Yeah. Not not just spiritually lost, but just lost. You know, just not knowing what to do in life. And uh, Frank got saved at Cleveland Baptist Amen. Church, and uh, then remarried his wife That's Rebecca. That's right. Praise and God. They moved to Florida for a while, and then Frank got called to preach. <laughs> yeah. Came back to Cleveland, went through our Bible Institute. He's served on the staff there at the Cleveland Baptist Church for the last couple of years and just now is resigning, has just resigned, and here in June is relocating to Virginia mm. because he's going to do some church planning. And uh, so uh, I think it's amazing how, you know, you two guys grew up together. God, both of you, in many respects, lost. And God bringing you into the family because people labored in the vineyard. People did the yeah. work of God. And God used that to, to save your souls. And and uh, now you're both laborers in the vineyard. Crazy. So talk to us a little bit about this restart here in Painesville, Ohio. What's what's going on? How did God use? Uh, how did God call you here? Well, so I was uh, interning at a church in uh, Brunswick, which was another church mm-hmm. restart of Cleveland Baptist, mm-hmm. Southwest Baptist, right. Pastor Greg Davis. And so I was there for um, I want to say two years, and a man by the name of Brian Starr had invited me to come preach at Grand River Baptist um, to fill in the pulpit mm-hmm. there without a pastor. And so I did, and, and I, I, I did that a couple times, and several times they had some candidates come through, and I just expected that was the next mm-hmm. pastor. And after a while, you know, God burdened 
me a little bit, I think, where I, the wheels started turning. And I said to my wife, I said, what do you think? You think maybe this might be something? Because I, you know, I graduated the Institute. I, I yeah. wanted to be in full-time yeah. ministry. And at the time she goes, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> so, well, if you're not on board, it's not going to go well. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, about six months later, I brought it up again. And at that point, you know, we had, we had three children in a very short period of time. Yeah. And so it was kind of a chaotic time. Yeah. And so I totally understand where, she, you know, and yeah, God's time, sure. perfect timing. Yeah. Um, and so after about six months, I threw my head in the ring to candidate and um, I, I went to you yeah. Um, yeah. and asked your advice and, and got some, got, of course, advice from my pastor. And, um, and that, again, was about four years ago. So talk, talk to me a little bit about this community, Painesville. Uh, it is a far eastern suburb of Cleveland. Mm. Um, I guess it would be a suburb of Cleveland. It would be a bedroom community for sure for this, the greater Cleveland area. So what, what, what's the community like here? Well, you know, we are in really very, very close, a couple blocks away from downtown Painesville. And there's a, you know, it's the county seat of government. Mm-hmm. Um, spiritually, it's a, it's, I've, I've had a missionary come through here and he said, he was trying to help us do an event. And he said, man, he goes, I've never sensed darkness like I have here. It's mm. really interesting wow. to me because I felt a lot, I felt, I sensed a lot of opposition. Mm-hmm. It's been wonderful, but mm. I, spiritually I've sensed a lot of opposition. And so to hear that confirmation. And so, you know, the Bible of course talks about powers and principalities sure. and, and we know yeah. that, you know, government is a... It's a place of, of man's authority in the world, but of course strongly influenced by the right. spirit, spiritual. And so, um, there's a there's also a heavy uh, Hispanic population. I think there's twenty thousand Spanish speaking wow, people. I didn't know that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, you know, but a lot of blue collar workers. The Lord. The really interesting thing, preacher, is how many people God has led to this small because mm-hmm. it's a small you know a small building, mm-hmm. it's a small congregation. And when I first started here, there was about, I want to say, if I remember correctly, 20, 20 people. And within six months, I had grown it to like 11. <laughs> it just started, it, and you know, five of it is my family. Yeah. So it just, you know, there was some testing that the Lord put me through. Mm. And since then, you know, we did our best to be, be soul winners and, mm. and to do everything that we can. And, and it's just been really interesting how God has led people here. Especially when we started taking serious our prayer meeting time, yeah. where we, um, I was preaching, you know, two two sermons on Sunday, um, one almost after another. We have a little bit different s- yeah. schedule because yeah. I was commuting, as yeah. you know. Right. So um, we have lunch after morning service and we have a prayer meeting, but I wasn't. We weren't really praying. I was more preaching and teaching. And so we took that time about a year and a half ago to really get down to the business of prayer. Yeah. And since then, God has really just just led families, yeah. and it's really been a blessing. Well, as you're preaching this morning, of course, this is the end of the, well, it's the beginning of the opening up of the COVID right. thing, and so people are starting to come back and get back to a little bit normal routine. And so it was a good congregation this morning. Folks are really engaged. It's a blessing. So what do you see? I mean, do you see that this is a, I mean, it's a small building. We've talked about that, and but but the God is working. There's no question yeah. about that. What do you feel are some of your greatest challenges as, as a pastor today? Mm. Well, you know, I've been very fortunate in the last, you know, when I first started here, I was working full time. Mm-hmm. Then I went down to half time and then to part time. Yeah. And we took a step of faith last um, November and, and now I'm down to one day a week on my mm-hmm. second job. That truly has been the biggest challenge, well, you know, just yeah, sure. Um, especially with the f- family and kids. Sure. And I'm 42 years old. Uh-huh. And after th- I tell you, after 32, you start, <laughs> at least for me, I realized, oh, wow, you know, things do start yeah. to change. and. Yeah. 
you know, it's just a, it's a burden because you want to be spending as much time in the Word of God. You yeah. know, the Bible Institute is great, yeah. but, you know, really to learn and to grow is just through preaching sure. and through studying. Sure. Yes, yeah, studying. Yeah. And it takes hours. Yeah. But I, well, you know, uh, obviously ministry today is not for the faint of heart. I mean, mm-hmm. people, people who go into ministry thinking that it's not work are, are foolish. But, you know, God is making, making some real, real uh, inroads today, I believe, in our culture. And he's looking for some faithful people who will be laborers in the harvest. And I want to thank you for being one of those men who responded to God's call and uh, took a, perhaps a, maybe, you know, from the outward perspective, a less than desirable position uh, in, in a first full-time way, but are making a difference because you're laboring in the harvest. And we think about, as we talked about your testimony, how many people have had influence in your life and, and yes. how, how, how these labors, that's what we're trying to encourage is people just to be faithful. Yeah. Because we don't know what God is doing in someone's heart and life and how he's changing them and what they may be the, the situation going forward. But I want to thank you for being part of the, the broadcast for the last two episodes. Yes, sir. And thanks, uh, thanks so much for uh, allowing us to, to be at your church today. We want to thank you for listening to uh, this edition for to uh, Laborers in the Harvest. Hope that you'll join us again next week when we put out our next episode. Thank you for listening today. We hope that you have been encouraged by today's podcast. If you have been helped, we want to encourage you to subscribe and to share. Please feel free to leave us a comment. If you want to know more about Kevin Folger and the ministry, please visit his ministry at kevinfolger.com. We invite you to join us again next time for more Laborers in the Harvest. Mm-hmm.